internal revenue service owed money at some point in time the typical kind of scenario would be to set up an installment agreement basically saying that you're in good standing with the irs you're saying hey irs look i can't pay you right now but i want to be in good standing with you i want to stop any kind of collection action that would that could take place and i would like to um uh make it make an agreement to go on the installment agreement now that will typically uh remove any kind of further action like a collection type action penalties uh, remove possible penalties that could result from the late payments that would further accumulate upwards but then you still have to pay interest on it typically if you have an existing installment agreement then the danger of course is to be in violation of that installment agreement you don't want to uh, miss a payment typically because if you miss a payment on the installment agreement that will typically be a violation of the installment agreement you could have uh, penalties that would result in that and you also have to go through the hassle of setting up most likely another uh, installment agreement which would can be kind of a pain but at this point in time of course there's probably a, a lot of people that may not be able to to make the installment agreements are and are in that situation and might want some uh, relief so that they don't have to actually cancel the current installment agreement back to the text under an existing installment agreement payments due between april 1st and july 15th 2020 are delayed so that's going to be great that could give some relief again to not lose the installment agreement have to set up the installment agreement again and could save people from uh, additional penalties back to the text those currently unable to meet the terms of an installment agreement payment there's a link to that here uh, or direct deposit installment agreement may cancel payments during this period with no default so if you're having trouble making the payment you're saying hey I i'm i don't want to make the payment i know note that if you do not make the payment it doesn't mean that the debt is canceled the debt will still be there but uh if you you won't be breaking the contract and you won't have to basically start up the new installment agreement which can be a, a worry of course uh so so they give some relief on that back to the text by law interest will continue to accumulate on any unpaid balances and that's kind of the the normal standard because you're basically owing the iris money they're basically a creditor uh, a loan it's kind of like they think they see it as kind of like a loan and interest is just a typical typical scenario that you have to pay basically on in, any loan so the installment agreement then will hopefully remove any further penalties from accumulating it'll hopefully stop the irs then from taking any further action any further kind of collection action and put you in good standing uh, with the irs but typically then the interest will typically still accumulate back to the text new installment agreements people who can't pay their federal taxes can establish a monthly payment agreement now this is a standard type of thing uh that it's not new in other words to this current condition with the COVID 19 however there's probably a lot more people that are filing their taxes and and realizing that they can't pay the tax and that's probably a worrisome that is a worrisome situation uh when that happens so note the installment agreement is there that's typically the scenario so if you file your taxes you're on extension right now uh, because they put a further extension on the 2019 taxes but if you were to file the taxes and say hey i owe money and i can't uh, pay that money at this point in time what you want to do is still file the tax return because you want to you want to file on time if possible because you want to stop them from having a late filing payment so you're basically saying hey iris this is what i have i filed the taxes I want to be in good standing with you here's uh here's the information but i can't pay it right now because i don't have the money to pay it and therefore what you'll do is set up an installment uh, agreement and note that if you were to file the taxes and not send them a check so you filed electronically typically 
and uh, and you owe them money, then you would typically send in a payment in some way, shape, or form. If you were not to do so, you'll probably receive a letter <laughs> saying, hey, set up an installment agreement. So you still want to file the tax return. But if you're proactive to set up the installment agreement, uh, again, you want to do that earlier to avoid penalties from, from happening and uh, and just to be in good standing to make sure they don't take any collection action, further collection action on it and um, and and to be in good standing with them, but you'll still have the interest involved in it. Back to the text. Pending offer and compromise application. Taxpayers have until uh, July 15th, 2020 to provide additional information for pending offer and compromise. The agency generally won't close any pending OIC's request before July 15th without the taxpayer's consent. Now, an offer and compromise is basically saying you're basically asking the the IRS to to forgive part of the debt that is owed to the IRS. Why would the IRS forgive the debt that's owed? It's kind of like any other lender, really. I mean, if if you were to show the IRS, hey, look, these are this is my monthly payment. This is the, basically the debt that I owe, and there's basically no. This is just a general scenario. The general scenario would be. You know, there's no possible way that I'm going to be able to pay off the amount of money I owe given my my monthly earnings and whatnot. So it's it's just infeasible, not feasible that that's going to take place. That's typically the argument for an offer and compromise. And therefore, would you forgive you know some at least a portion of the of the debt? And that's basically kind of a request. You can look for the whole process of the offer and compromise and how to go through that if you think that's going to be something. Uh, applicable to you there's a lot of, of factors that uh, that can go into that but it, that's going to be kind of the general idea of it so they have a deadline for the offer and compromise and, and then the more information obviously what they're going to want is basically hey you know how much money do you earn give me a basically kind of like a balance and income statement compare that to how much is owed and and then and then think about uh, how feasible it is to be able to pay off the the IRS and then and then consider any kind of uh, reduced payment possibly. So you could uh, take a look at that process. There's a lot of people that uh, that work with that process, but note that a lot of the information is online if you if you do the research and that's an interesting thing you you want to look into. Back to the text. OIC payments offer and compromise payments. Taxpayers can delay all payments on accepted OICs until July 15, 2020. Interest may accrue and missed payments are due when the suspension period ends. Taxpayers can call the number on their uh, acceptance letter to address their needs. Delinquent return filings. The IRS will not default on OIC for taxpayers who are delinquent in filing their tax return for 2018. However, they should file uh, any delinquent 2018 return and their 2019 return by July 15, 2020. Non-filers. More than 1 million households who haven't filed tax returns in the last three years are owed refunds. The deadline to get refunds on 2016 tax return is July 15, 2020. Those who owe, those who owe taxes on de delinquent returns may visit irs.gov for payment options. The longer the debt is owed, the more penalties and interest accrue. So in other words, if you haven't paid, or I mean you haven't filed your tax return for generally the last three years, then uh, you may want to do that. You might say, hey, I didn't file because you know I was just working. I just worked a little bit and I didn't earn that much money. I didn't owe any taxes, so I didn't file. But the main reason you want to file because if you did any work and you got W-2 wages, they probably withheld income on it. And if you didn't make that much money, they probably over withheld 
on the income or if you only have one job the typical way that the withholdings are set up is they're going to withhold too much so typically they will owe you money if you just have a simple w-2 uh, type of return and you didn't file it because you didn't make that much money and, you, and you're pretty certain you don't owe money then you might think about filing because you might uh, be entitled to a refund on it and there's typically a, a due date like three years so statute of limitations typically to uh, be able to claim that refund by filing the tax return so uh, it might be something at this point in time that's worth worth doing so they're saying the 2016 tax return, the deadline to get refunds on the 2016 tax return is July 15th in 2020. So if you haven't filed since 2016, then you might want to take a look at it and say, hey, I, you know, it probably doesn't matter. They're not going to come after me. I didn't owe any money or anything like that, but they, they might owe you money, <laughs> you know? And so you might want to go in there and, and check it out. It should be a fairly easy thing to file those federal returns, especially if you're just if you're looking at the Fed, you know, the Fed and the state are kind of different. So the Fed, the federal returns are more standardized. The state returns are usually a little bit more difficult because you know, the state to states are going to be different. So there's actually tools out there to file uh, the federal returns. And you can might be able to find fairly cheap software to file the federal returns uh, fairly easily. It's usually the states that add uh, the complication to it. But in any case, back to the text. Uh, field collecting activities. IRS stopped field re uh, revenue officer enforcement actions such as liens and levies. Well, that's nice. Those are always unpleasant to find. All right, back to the text. Revenue offers. Um, revenue officers will continue to pursue high-income non-filers and perform other similar activities where necessary. Automated liens and levies. IRS delayed issuing new automated and systematic liens and levies. That's good news too. Taxpayers experience a hardship due to a levy should reach out to their assigned IRS contact or fax their information to 8555-796-4524. Certifications to the State Department. IRS has delayed new certifications of taxpayers who are considered seriously delinquent. This affects a person's ability to receive a new or renewed passport. Existing certifications will remain in place unless their tax situations change uh, changes. Uh, private debt collection. IRS will not forward new delinquent accounts to private collection agencies during this period. Also, typically good news. <laughs> 